Hello everybody, welcome to the latest episode of This Game Where. It's episode 21, uh, or lockdown episode 8. So for anyone that's following the Star Wars numbering system, my name's Ashley, and that other person... is Chris. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm alright. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed the last couple of weeks, you've got Lily Allen's autobiography on the bookshelf behind you. Yeah. Have you read it? Yeah. How's that? No, I haven't. It's no. good. It's she. She doesn't take any prisoners. She's uh, right. Yeah, she takes no prisoners. That's what I mean to say. No holds. Okay. No filter. I'm pretty sure that is what you said. So for anyone that, well, for, <laughs> I nearly said that for anyone that can't see Christopher's room, uh, totally I'm gonna just, which is everybody except me uh, and Chris. Um, I'm going to describe it. So in the background, he's got a collection of. Like memorabilia for for games, Cat. so Sonic's there, and then who's that next to Sonic? Like the big bloke? Oh, it's uh, David Bowie from Labyrinth. Oh, and then he's got David. What's his name? Um, Goblin King. <laughs> That's not his name. There is. It's is not. It... Go- it's not called the Goblin King. He's he's called Jareth, isn't he? Ja- yeah, yeah. His name's Jareth. He's only got. <laughs> um... What's his name? Uh, the uh, the Goblin King. Yeah. <laughs> He's only got one arm as well because when my daughter was about two, she took a real shine to that figurine and took him everywhere with her. And we took him to the cinema and she said, where's his arm gone? And she <laughs> dropped it down a drain. Nice one. So, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. So what happened? Well, you just sucked it up. That was it. It was down a drain. I'm not going fishing you were just for sad about it. David you, Bowie's arm. You seem really sad about it right now. It was quite annoying at the time, I'll be honest. And that, what was that, like three years ago, four yeah, years ago? something like that. It's because I gave How old is she now? big lecture about, you know, keep, keeping good care of it. And then next thing I know, his arm's down a drain. Who gave you a big lecture? I gave her a lecture. Oh, you gave her a big yeah, lecture. Yeah, too, right. That sounds, that sounds fun. <laughs> fun for all. Fun for family. So he's got, he's got all of this, like, plastic guff on his uh, shelf behind him. Then he's got a bookshelf with Lily Allen's autobiography, and that is it on on this six foot bookshelf. <laughs> Except for on the top row, on the on the top shelf, right on the top shelf, he's got boxed boxed gorillas merchandise. Right. So presumably that is models of each of the gorillas. Yeah. And just, they're in the boxes. Just sat in boxes, waiting to be sold on eBay because they've just been sat in boxes for you know the best part of. 10 years now, really. They get like about 150, 200 quid per figure on eBay. Do they really? Yeah. Jesus. Get them sold. Yeah, I know. Wait for one of those days where you only pay a pound. Yeah, exactly. For the sale. And then the last last detail, last detail for this, this room. So you've got that, right. all of those bits. And then on the wall, he's got an alphabet, just in case he forgets. This is because this used to be my daughter's room. And Don't listen to him. Yeah. And uh, when she got too big for a cot, we had to shift the rooms around. Uh, so the alphabet wall stickers on the wall, uh, this was above what used to be her changing table. And there is still some flecks of poo on the wall from when she had a nappy change. You are you are absolutely kidding me. I'm not absolutely kidding. Why? <laughs> oh, no. Why haven't you cleaned it? I Why mean, haven't you cleaned the poo off the wall? I mean, when when you're changing a nappy off a baby, oh, like, no. it's quite difficult to get all of it up, and just sometimes some flick up, and then that's it. Right, but but when was the last time you changed a nappy in this in your room, house? Um, like two yeah. years ago. Right, so there's been shit on your wall for two years. Oh, it's like little like millimeter big flecks. It's not like 
Suddenly, right, okay, it. but but it is it is fecal matter. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you're like, yeah, it's just poo on my wall. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you could get a bit of bleach on it. As as a uh, someone who hasn't. Before having children, I'd have been in the same situation. You'd be like, oh my god, it's disgusting. Whereas now it's like, yeah, whatever, bit of poo on the wall. No, no, no. I totally understand. I once tried to float a in, in a family setting. I once tried to float that every one of the parents in this room, or in, the, in our gathering at the time, will have inadvertently, whether they liked it or not, and whether they realised, eaten a bit of poo. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly, that's what I said, yeah. and I got the strangest looks. I like, like I, I was mental. I imagine if you said it appropriate enough, thing like came out of nowhere, like it probably would. Oh be. yeah, I did do that. But yeah. you no, know, no, I did. I didn't. So this, the context was that our our niece, our latest niece, uh, the latest arrival, had just been born, and we were talking about like what it was like, the changes or whatever, and I said something. I mean, it didn't come out of nowhere. I said that undoubtedly you will end up with poo in your mouth, whether you want it or not. I imagine out of, out of nowhere, that is quite a strange thing to say. Were you around... It wasn't out of nowhere. It wasn't out of nowhere. It was... All right. We were just talking. Other people had said other things, like, you know, the things that happened to parents. And I just said that, thinking that it was like a regular... Like, that's a fairly normal thing, I think. I think everybody that has been had a baby has probably accidentally eaten poo. Yeah, in in the top trumps game of baby conversations, you'd you'd won that definitely. Well, they thought it was weird, and and they insisted. Even the ones that have got like eighteen year old kids insisted that they definitely never had any poo in their mouths ever. I said you can't know that. No, well, it's like when you when you when you go for a poo, you're supposed to close the lid, aren't you? When you flush, because mm. of all the flex. And actually, the this, I, was, this I had the drink in my mouth there. Eh? The, well, the other thing, just before we come off the poo, yeah, please, is that uh, the supposedly this could be one of those things that people just say, but I don't think it is. If you can smell poo, that means that there are poo particles up your nose. Pooticles, like pooticles, yeah. So you've got poo up your nose, and in undoubtedly in your mouth because oh. you know they're they're connected. Should we talk about what's behind you before we move on to to your game? You've got some shelving. My surroundings aren't particularly... They're not as interesting as yours, are they? We have a little heavy-duty shelving unit and do you re- boxes. Do you really it. want to talk about my, to be my honest, shelving that, unit? That's it. Shelves and boxes done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Whereas I've got poo on the wall. That's my wife's uh, my wife's work. Right. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, I have nothing I to say about that. No further comment. I don't have any any affluence anywhere, except in the, emo- the appropriate places. <laughs> Good. I mean, Good. I, 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 so you admit it. I would apologise for it, but I, I genuinely am past caring. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't think, you know, you don't need to apologise. Maybe you do. I don't know. It feels like it could be a health issue. Well, there's worse. It's on the podcast now anyway. Yeah, so. that's it. It's out there. Forget, <laughs> forget the uh, local council come and knock in in a few days after <laughs> yeah, this you out. know where it is. Yeah. Hey, at least they've listened to the podcast yeah, if yeah, they true. do. <laughs> so... Which I would sign just... something, sir, or madam, or maybe a lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's pretty cool. I, I kind of admire you for leaving the poo on the wall. It's a statement. It's the kind of thing you'd find in a drug den, you know? 
and the people in the drug den would be quite au fait. They'd be like, yeah, it's poo on the wall. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, draw some drugs. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's a lot like being at your house. Actually. I mean, I'm, I'm not taking drugs at the moment, just to clarify that as well. But I'm, I'm not in a drug den. No. I don't think I am anyway. No, that's true. No, I don't think you are. No. What game am I bringing today? Yeah, this is your game. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, do you want me to tell you? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Uh, so my game, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Great. It, <laughs> but I'll do my best. I'll do I'll do the ones that I fluctuate between. So my game this week is a game that I've been playing since Christmas, actually, and keep coming back on and off to it. And it's called Voice or Voes or Vos. Yeah, I. Do you know which game I mean? Yes, I would say Voes, but equally, I'm not Voez. completely sure that's correct. No, I tend to go for Voys more than others. Why Voez. is that? Because it sounds like voice. Ah, uh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but I could be wrong as well. So this is by a South Korean, I think South Korean developer called Rayarch Studios. Right. And they seem to have specialised in this sort of. So I, I haven't told you what the game is. The game you, you know the game. I know the game, the game, but, but the game is other people might not. Yeah. So Voice or Voes or Vos or whatever you want to call it is a rhythm game in which you pat pat tap the the screen of the Switch on the Nintendo Switch. It was also a mobile game previously. Right. You have blue and red like little buttons that slide down the screen. When they hit a line, you tap them. So like Guitar Hero, essentially, isn't it? Thank you. Yes. So it's it's that. It's that type of game. It yeah. is that game. Except instead of having the like well-known pop or rock or metal or whatever genre songs that Guitar Hero has, it has a whole slew of like South Korean uh, or, well, I don't know which countries uh, they come from, but a, a, a range of acts, a range of singers and bands from primarily i think countries around korea and korea itself is it k-pop there's definitely a bit of k-pop in the game what do you make of that i love it yeah i quite like k-pop it's uh it's so oh i don't know what the word bouncy. is yeah bouncy and energetic and fun i was going to ask if you've seen trolls world tours i'm assuming you probably haven't is that the second one? I've yeah. seen the first one. What do you think of yeah, it? Yeah, so I've seen the, the first one. First one. I thought the first one was okay. I, I really liked the first one. My my daughter got it on DVD for Christmas a few years ago, and we sat down to watch as a family a few days after Christmas, and I was dreading it. I thought, oh, but it was really good, and I must have seen yeah. it about twenty times since then, if not more. And okay, I feel like you might be spending too much time watching Trolls. Oh, I, I was I, happy it was okay. to watch it again. Oh, it's really funny. Anyway, the second yeah, one came yeah, out but... during lockdown, and it, it expanded the. Uh, repertoire of trolls have lots more genres in and k-pop was one of the genres that were in there and the k-pop song that the trolls from the k-pop world or whatever singing it is really fun well they go yes, i'm, put, I'm exactly. putting it out there yeah they it is and that's that's what i like about voice um i'm gonna take us on a tangent though because have you seen what's been going on with the k-poppers just lately no. like k-pop fans have they, have they <laughs> so gone you, bad no, they've gone good. They've gone like <laughs> really that like they have. So one of the things that they did. So there's there's been the whole situation with uh, the protests uh, across the world actually, but primarily in America and um and and in the UK and across Europe and whatnot. At least as far as I'm aware, and the 
there was a lot of backlash from some unsavoury folk mm-hmm. against those protests. Of, of all the places to find support, well, maybe not. I don't. I don't know. But of all the places that offered support, the K-poppers became like one of the most solid. Like the the fans of K-pop became one of the most solid supporters of of the people protesting. Right. Of the of the black of the Black Lives Matter movement in particular, and they were they were hijacking like on on Twitter. There were these organisations, these ho- the, these cruel. I don't know how to say it. These racist organisations. There you go. There were these racist organisations. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. There were these racist organisations trying to put together counter-protests and to try and create more than mischief. I don't know how to say this. I don't know how to talk about it. But yeah, to to actually cause cause problems. And the K-poppers, they took the hashtags and things that they were using and they started using them. But instead of like talking about or arguing with the the people that the racists they just spammed them with like k-pop gifts of their favorite bands and there was these there was there was these hashtags they were trying to organize uh racist protests and counter protests and the k-poppers just drowned them out completely so if you clicked and on disrupted that, it all if you clicked on that uh hashtag uh to to find out more about it you instead just, of you seeing racist vitriol of, uh... Yeah, oh, that's, that's, okay. that's all K- right. K- K-pop band. So that was the first thing that they did. That's a nice, peaceful counter-protest yeah, almost, is, isn't yeah. it? Is that the right word, counter-protest? Absolutely. I don't know, but yeah. I, I, I think it's a counter-counter-protest. Yeah. So there was that, and then this morning I read that they... So there's a bit to unpack here if you don't already know about it, but Donald Trump was going to be holding a... Did, in fact, hold a, a rally in Tulsa. It was on the date of a thing called Juneteenth. Yes, which is really, yeah, so... I'd never um, heard of Juneteenth, it, but it was on Stereogum this morning about Beyonce releasing a song on Juneteenth, and I thought, oh, I don't know what Juneteenth is, so I'll Google that, and oh, I know. Is this the yeah. the protest, that the rally, sorry, that he organised and like no one turned up to it? Yeah, do you know yeah. why no one turned up to it? No, I know about it because someone sent me a uh, photo of... I know it's a band that I, I spoke about to you before, the, the New Pornographers. Yeah. So... I, we're going down lots of tangents here. So I was watching some new pornographers videos earlier and one of their videos from about 10 years ago has Paul Rudd and Bill Hader in. And I was watching that. And it also has Donald Glover in. And like, yeah. obviously I, I, you know, watching 10 years ago, I knew who he was. But now like, oh my goodness, it's Donald Glover who is now, you know, absolutely massive. Massive. So yeah. I, I sent about that to uh, one of my friends that got me into the new pornographers and they sent me back oh Carl Newman who's a singer he he's really funny on Twitter and he he tweeted a photo of the, the Trump rally and he said hey it looks like when new pornographers headline a festival because of how <laughs> empty it was very self-deprecating which is, is quite amusing yeah. so that's how I found out about that yeah so it's also if you don't know was the staging of a, a huge and very damaging attack on, on the black community there right do you know about that no I think they actually bombed the community. And this is like in the ni- either the 1920s or the 1930s. So planes were only in their infancy then. And they still uh, bombed and slaughtered a whole community. It's got quite a lot of significance in terms of like black history. He decided to hold the rally there. It felt a bit pointed. Yeah, definitely. But as you say, it wasn't very well attended. And one of the reasons that it's come out, they were expecting a million. Like a million people apparently claimed the tickets. Okay, so a million requests for tickets for a 19,000-seat stadium. And even less than 19,000 people turned up. The reason being, a bunch of teenagers, apparently, on TikTok and K-poppers, 
K-pop fans got together to spam the website to buy tickets. To, well, not to buy tickets, to get the free tickets. And they uh... they counted for oh, like nearly a million people. A million purchases of so, these So they got these tickets and then just obviously had no interest in actually use them, just yeah. held them. That's They were just blocking. That's good. So yeah, so that's K-pop fans. That's the internet and being used And teenagers, for, which for... gives me a bit of hope. Yeah, definitely. That's fantastic. But anyway, K-popers. K-pop is envoys. There are, there are something like 200... And, I think there are something like 250 songs. I might be wrong, but there's plenty. There's so many that I still haven't finished each song. So other than K-pop, is there like orchestral stuff and... Yeah, there's a bit of piano stuff. One of my favourite songs, I can't remember the name of it because they've got some really weird names, but one of my favourite songs is a piano piece and it's phenomenal. I can't sing it to you because it's a piano piece. Obviously. And even if it wasn't a piano piece, I still wouldn't be able to (laughs) sing it to you, but I could at least have a go, you know, but, and actually I've got one that I like even better than that. But yeah, there's piano, there's orchestral stuff, there's um, electronic music mm-hmm. like edm type stuff oh, bro. there's even like there's even hardcore stuff like happy hardcore almost there's metal right. on it like there there's some there's some quite like heavy not i suppose it's not like i was gonna say black metal but it's not really black metal but anyway it's, it's sort of rocky type stuff it goes across so many genres maybe when we release this you should do like your top five tracks or something and and link them yeah well i know what number one is because it's amazing. It's called Mont Blanc. White Mountain. So it is a Mont. It, it, yeah, it's a White Mountain. There you go. But However, it is also a very popular cake in Japan. Yeah, Mont Blanc is the tallest mountain in France. Mont Blanc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Did you hear what I said to you just then? Yeah. Because that's more pertinent to, this, in to the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a wobbly cake in Japan. Right. And the game, the, the game has this song called Mont Blanc. And it's just about the person's favourite cakes. That's brilliant. It is brilliant. I'll, I'll have to play it to you, but it goes... I'll see if I can remember it, and I can always cut this. But you'll know, you'll have heard it. So it goes... Um, like a fluffy Mont Blanc in mountain shape. Like a fluffy Mont Blanc, my favourite cake. Like that. That's the... That's the first part of the chorus. That sounds so good. I think that songs that aren't just about love, that's like... Yeah, songwriting what I want, isn't it? Songs about different things. I remember reading an interview once with Paul McCartney, and he said about when the Beatles, when he wrote Paperback Writer in 1965, that was the first song that the Beatles had done that wasn't a love song. And he said, yeah. as a songwriter, it felt so freeing for him to actually realise, oh, actually, hang on, I can write about whatever I want, and I'm going to write a song about a man who wants to write stories. And, you know, there you go, off. Yeah, so I I do a bit of writing in my spare time, and I've written a few plays, and I've always tried to avoid, not always, but I've tried to avoid making love mm-hmm. stories the central premise of of what I write because I feel like it's it's everywhere. Yeah, and there are so many important things, and actually on a day to day basis, you know, I'm I'm I love and I'm loved, but the things that make up my life go so much further beyond that, and the things that are important to talk about are so much more than that as well. Like cake. Like cake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you for bringing it back down to reality. Yeah. Like cake. I just think if, if someone's uh, you're thinking, oh, I need to write a song about something, what can I write about? I really like cake. Um, yeah, that, that, exactly. Yeah. Fab. Well, the thing is, so we're talking about games that we've been playing in lockdown. And actually, uh, as I said, I've been playing this since Christmas. 
But those sorts of songs, the, the reason I love this game is because you get you put your headphones on and you you have to play it on your lap because it's a tapping game. There is a there is a television control scheme, but it's not very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you play it on your lap and you've got your headphones on, you just zone into these songs and they're so like they're just they're relaxing. It's proper they're relaxing and they're isn't it? You're you're in your little zone with your headphones and the switcher on your lap. Yeah, and my favourite songs are those ones where it's like like a fluffy Mont Blanc in mountain shape. I've just sent it to you on your, on Facebook. Have you got your Facebook open? I haven't, but I will do now. That is very relaxing. Yeah, exactly. So I'm trying to think what it reminds me of. So there's that song, and then I think I, I can't again because this song, so many songs, and because there's um, and because some of the names are so weird, I don't remember all of the names and I'm not very good at remembering the names of songs anyway but there's another one about being a dog right <laughs> I can't remember what it's called I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find it for you yeah so I I'm not into dogs at all so this is gonna have to right, reach around with me over pretty dog I'm your pretty pretty dog yeah I'm not keen on that one I think it's because I like I like cakes more than dogs you can listen to it anyway because it'll give you a feel of uh, what the game can offer. So I've sent that to you as well. well. I'm, just, I'm really sure I'm going to just go for Pretty Dog Voez. I mean, watching this video, the, the game is very nice to look at as well, isn't it? It's very nicely presented. The game is really nicely presented, yeah, and it's it's sleek and, and easy to access. Have you played any of those rhythm games recently? What, Guitar Hero and things? Mm. Yeah, I have, yeah, I I say recently, within the last six months, I've had yeah. the Guitar Hero one. So I was watching, a few weeks ago, I was watching Call Me Maybe on Guitar Hero, because it was DLC for Guitar Hero, and just watching that on yeah. YouTube. And um, it was my, my daughter really got into the song, so I was showing her on YouTube and just found out yeah. so that was the, the context for that. But Guitar Hero, like the presentation, just... Like, not great. No, it just looks horrible. Like the, the the buttons coming down the highway. I remember what we called the highway circular, and just it just looks really garish. And yeah, the uh, the presentation. I mean, we're talking about a game that now is twelve years old, yeah. around about there, aren't that we? And the rest. The first Guitar Hero. Guitar, was well, like... Guitar Hero Three was uh, or Guitar Hero World Tour was two thousand and eight or nine. Yeah, because I was at uni and we played it there. So it, it's a it's a Long while ago it now is, in yeah. game terms, isn't it? It's so it's due, yes. we, we've moved on a bit, and voice is testament to that because mm. it looks really nice and it's it's simple to access. There there aren't very many inputs. You've got slide ones that you slide from one side to the other. You've got ones that you just press like buttons, and then you've got these like ladders that you uh, you move your finger in line with the with the ladder, and that's the three ways that you sort of. Um, Get notes, for lack of a better way of saying it. Uh, you've got these. You, you've got uh, such a wide variety of songs that I've played you two that are a bit twee. I I imagine that's the impression that you've got. But yeah. There are also, as I say, some quite hardcore songs and some brilliant songs, some really quite emotive songs as well. And out of those, uh, I'd much prefer the twee ones to the uh, the, yeah, the metal ones. Yeah. So do I. Personally. So they're not the hardest songs either. And yeah, I go back to them time and again because they're really quite nice to play. And so so one of the things, so I, I played you Mont Blanc, which is about cakes, and I played you Pretty Dog, which is about being a pretty dog. Mm. However, the, so the chorus goes something like, I'm your pretty, pretty dog. And you mentioned, you said, I'm not so keen on the on the image for this song. Yeah, troubling. 
it did look a little bit it does and that's that's one of the things that I was going to talk about because over I I got this at Christmas as I've said twice now and three times uh, with that with, with that one and one of the things that I did having had it for less than 24 hours was share it with my mother-in-law right and she liked it so much that she bought herself a switch in the game yeah so and then Francis so confronted a with Prissy Dog. I mean that image yes, because if, listeners at home, if you or Carl, whatever that image, I mean, if you imagine the most stereotypical anime porn image, I mean Well I, it's not quite I, porn. I, I imagine. Um it's <laughs> it's uh it's that. It's it's yeah, it's, it's, not it's not quite porn. It's not, but there's definitely suggest like it's yeah. overly suggestive. And when it when it's attached to a game to a song called Pretty Dog and you aren't expecting that no. then after a song about a lovely bit of cake it's quite the curveball yeah but there are too many of those <laughs> like i was playing the game too many curveballs with... <laughs> yeah, i don't mean as a i don't mean like oh this is a negative about the game yeah i suppose it, it kind of is but when i was playing the game I, it took me two months to realize that there were even images like that in the game because <laughs> So I was playing this game. I'd recommended it. Well, I'd shown I'd shown it to my mother-in-law and she bought it. And then there was a moment where I, we were actually playing it at her house. I was, I was showing her how to do one of the songs. And I realized that the image was slightly sexual. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's she, what's she I, do? I don't, I mentioned it oh. stupidly. I yeah. said, oh God. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what, what? Have you noticed this? Have you noticed this image? And she said, she looked at it and it took her a minute. And then she went, oh, <laughs> and it, it kind of took, took her, took her back a bit. But she, she has put more, she's put twice as many hours into that game as I have. Wow. Cause you, you've played quite a lot, haven't you? Yeah, I've played it. I uh, probably about 30 to 40 hours, but Hannah's mom, my, my mother-in-law really likes it for the same reasons, because you, you get, you have a difficult day or, and there are, been plenty of those for probably enough people oh, yes. uh, just lately you, you have a difficult day you go on that for an hour and it's it kind of feels like a way to decompress yeah i get that so yeah it, the other thing is so it's rayark this south korean developer and they they've put out another game previously called demo which is d-e-m d-e-e-m-o right same sort of thing but it's all orchestral and and primarily, I think piano music. You can get the demo for free on the Nintendo Switch. Well, the Voa's demo is on the Switch as well, isn't it? It is, yes. And it's got a, it, actually the songs on there. One of them, at the very least, is really good. One of my favourite songs on there. Because I I downloaded it on your suggestion because you yeah. guys at Christmas and loved it, and I tried it and it was okay, but I just didn't personally see the appeal yeah and, and that's strange because i i genuinely think it's one of the best rhythm games i've played the reason being so I'll, I'll come back to demo in a second i'll tell you why the the way that you play it matters okay so you you're tapping away on the screen but if you play it with a little bit of flamboyance you know if you imagine that you are you david f- copperfield the magician, yeah that sort of thing yeah exactly if you if you really give it some gusto it feels really pleasing Right. It, it feels it, so. In some songs, it feels like you are playing a piano. In others, there, there, there's one particular song. And I can't remember which one it is, but there's a, there's this thing where you do the slides from the left or the right, and the, the screen makes it look like you've pushed 
something across the screen. Right. And then you've pushed it back. And there's this sense of if you if you give it a bit of gusto, as I say, there's this sense that you're actually doing magic. Yeah. It feels like you're doing some kind of, of big show like you you you're staging an actual show where you just sat and in different room sat. with your headphones on and it's uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah and my wife's looking at me funny <laughs> but the the other thing that it does to me so that's one of the things that I really like about it I feel I think it's it's really engaging in that way uh, and makes you feel like you're doing things that are actually quite special even though they aren't you know I'm not so silly as to think that, that it, it's a hugely there is a lot of skill to it I think for the best players but yeah, yeah, I'd agree with yeah. that after my yeah. tinkering with it. And the other thing that I really, really like about it is that you feel like... So you have this this feeling of doing these magic trick type things or whatever it is in, at that particular time, playing the piano, doing a magic trick. And at the end of the song, if you've done well, it, it, sh- it says, like, you did well in one way or another. <laughs> and I what? actually feel, like, I actually feel really proud of myself. <laughs> and now, because the game said you did good. Yeah, yeah, but but because you actually feel like you've done good as well, even though you know, in the grand scheme of work of of achievements, it's not a massive achievement, but it really does feel satisfying in the sense that I've I've done really well on that song. I got nine hundred thousand points, and I was struggling to do it before yeah. to such an extent that I found myself a number of times with my headphones on, in the corner, in a chair, with Hannah in the sofa, my wife in uh, on the sofa, and I finish a song, and I'm so happy with myself that I look up. I look up and I look round like a little meerkat looking, looking for the praise for someone to just give me a little clap. Like a dog that's been <laughs> looking for, a, a pretty dog that's been looking for treats. Exactly that, yeah. So uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of feelings it gives me. Hannah never claps me. So have you been playing this game alongside other games? Because this strikes me as being a sort of game that isn't one you could really develop. Uh, this strikes me as being the sort of game that you could really put your all into. Is it the sort of game that you you know you might play a bit of Animal Crossing and then play this for ten minutes, or is it one that you're putting hours and hours into at a time? Yeah, you can you uh, you can dip in and out. So I, I tend to play it for an hour or so right. uh, for the most part. And I've been doing that on and off since. It, it can be twenty minutes. It can be ten minutes. It can be an hour. It can be longer than that. I've it, when I first got it, I played it quite obsessively for for some time. Yeah, I got a, a series of increasingly demanding, unhinged texts saying, "This is amazing. This is so good." Like, <laughs> like you, you, you were really into it. So, have you been playing it a lot in the last couple of weeks, or do you just want to sort of talk about it today? Yeah, no, I, I've been playing it. Well, I when you when you say a lot, I don't know what you mean, but. Um, is it the game I've you've been playing, been playing the most the last couple of weeks? No. Okay, so that's that's a good question. But the reason is that I the only game that I play the most, the answer to that is always Planet Zoo right, right now. And we don't because that it takes so long to... Yeah, exactly. It takes so long to build stuff in that, that you just have to... If I'm going to make the videos, I need to give it the time. Mm-hmm. But then I I would happily play this for plenty of time it, it's it's become a background game if that makes sense like it's a game that's just always there yeah and, and will continue to always be there i think there's games like that are quite important games that you can just dip yeah. into for 10 minutes or an hour a day or a week or whatever I, yeah it's brilliant yeah exactly so you can get this game for free i think right although i haven't bothered trying How? you can get it for free on on android phones right probably apple phones okay i don't know whether it's like freemium or not right whether okay. you can buy packs of games or whether 
you unlock the games or I'm not really sure. I'm not sure from how you described it how it would translate to the smaller screen as well if you're trying to play it. I think it would be fine. Mm. I really do think it would be fine. I, I, I trust in the developer enough that they will have done... It started, I think, on mobile right. and then they moved it over to... And it was hugely successful on mobile. And do you know how much it is on the Switch? It was a launch game. That's the other thing to say about it. I put this on my list the first day that I got... This is my wish list. The first day that I got my Switch. And I think it's something like 20 quid. But I waited and I watched for two years <laughs> for it to come down. And I paid about 10 or 11. However, Hannah's mum, my, my mother-in-law, has paid the full price. And she was she's, you know, ploughed so many hours into it and still loves it. 19. Still a favourite game. £19. Yeah. And I genuinely think it's worth that. Hannah's, uh, sorry, my mother-in-law has gone on to buy Demo. And D- Demo is £26, I think. And she just paid full price because she knew she was going to like it. She played the demo and then paid for it. So what's Demo? So Demo is piano, primarily, and orchestral. Oh, sorry, you did say that. And it has, a, it has a storyline involving this strange creature, character, called Demo, who rescues a young girl. And then I think I, that's about as much as I know about it. Right. But he helps her in some way. And they've got a, they've got a sequel to that coming out soon as well called Demo Two, imaginative. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so so there you go. That's that's what I've got to tell you about. No, I enjoyed talking about that. Um, it's made me want to revisit the demo and try it again. You should. Yeah. You should. I didn't dislike it. I just it just didn't engage me to the level of uh, gusto. You need yeah. gusto. You were. You need to. You need to do the gusto thing. Yeah, maybe that's the secret. To be fair, Chris, I put. I was so taken with the demo that I immediately thrust it in front of my wife. Oh, and the game. Ooh, ooh. Uh, and she played the first level and was, I think, probably whelmed the same way you were. And then the notes started moving around the screen in a way that she didn't like. She passed it back to me immediately with a look of disgust on her face. So maybe it's a divisive game. I think from you just saying that, that sounds familiar, that I just found it quite overwhelming as well. Um, I, 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 didn't, I think if you can get past, if you can get past the, the overwhelmingness of it, if you can get past the fact that the notes don't stay in the same line mm. and that you have to sort of keep track of everything as you go, then it honestly, it's one of the most satisfying games. It's fair you think about it. On the, on the Switch, it's one of the most satisfying games on the Switch. Think about the guitar here. Like when everyone first played that, you just play on easy mode where you're just playing, pressing three buttons at a time. And then. It's so much more accessible than, than guitar here as well, which I think is testament to, to it. So we usually wrap these up with who would you recommend this to? Would you recommend this to everyone? If you liked Guitar Hero for the gameplay rather than for the fantasy element of it, like being a guitar master. Oh, God. If you liked it for the gameplay, then you should play Voice. I don't want to say everyone because that tends to be my like go-to. Yeah. Like it, I, I think this is for everyone. But I honestly think that if you like if you like quirk in your games or your music, then I'd go for it as well because the the fact that it's music this this to me was like an introduction into Asian pop, which I'd never really engaged with too too much before i was aware of it and it it brought to me some songs that actually are really they are genuinely some of my favorite songs to listen to 
Yeah. I don't think they're amazing songs, but I think that they are just so fun and pleasurable. So yeah, if you if you're interested in music and broadening your musical horizons, this game should be for you. Is that a good answer? Yeah. Or have I was it fluff? No, not at all. That has honestly made me want to try the game again. I feel like that's what this game, this podcast is becoming in my episodes. It's like, you convince Chris me. to buy the game. <laughs> I am going to get Animal Crossing. Get Chris I, to I, spend some money. City Skyline. You actually so are getting it, you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I, I knew that City Skylines would be a loss. And what was the other one you, you did? The first lockdown specials. Planet Zoo. Oh, yeah. You should get that. Anyway. There we go. Well, so thank you, Ashley. Do you want to round off with the, uh, the social media bit? Yeah, okay. We are available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash this gameware. We can be found on Twitter at this gameware, at at this gameware, however you want to say that. Instagram, which is instagram.com pattern here dot, uh, forward slash this gameware. And are we anywhere else? Oh, we're on YouTube. So I'm, I'm doing a little uh, series, web series at the moment of building Chester Zoo and Planet Zoo. So Come and find us there. Please do subscribe to anywhere and everywhere. And we, we can get chatting with you. It would be lovely to hear from you. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Ashley. Thank you. I'll see you later. Bye. And you waved again. This Gameware is a Specky Two Guys production. Music for the episode is provided under Creative Commons license by Stevia Sphere from the album Cellavision, which can be found at steviasphere.bandcamp.com.